In high school, I met a girl named May. She was a Syrian refugee. We were on a bus going to school one day when she told me she stopped believing in God. The bus suddenly grew quiet and I saw a look on this girl's face sitting across from us, but May looked straight ahead. I didn't blame her. She had seen her country destroyed, her family shot dead. My mother spends most of her time praying. My father is a preacher. I grew up in the mosque. Some say prayer won't feed the hungry. May said prayer won't rebuild her home from the rubble, won't reverse the bullet back into the chamber, won't bring the kids back to life. I bought a pack of cigarettes when I turned 18, but only smoked one. I've always considered myself a brave person until I started this podcast. I've literally recorded thousands of versions of this first episode. The problem is life, me, everything is just so multi-layered. You know, introductions are so hard because small talk seems like a waste of time. Not really sure what to talk about first. Not really sure if I should talk at all. Literally, there are people suffering and I'm sitting comfortably in my home talking into my phone. (laughs) what is the point i i don't know but i've decided to talk anyway you know i i I want to overcome this perfectionist mindset i set a goal for myself to become a better storyteller a better writer and teacher so i'm just using this podcast to practice and i promised a story so i'm going to share mine And I'm going to invite my friends to come on here and speak with me so that they can share theirs too. I think it's important to, um, you know, exchange lessons and stories, not only because it's like free therapy, but um, because for the sake of representation, you know, I think it would have been more helpful growing up if I heard a preacher's daughter talk about her experiences. Um... I think it's easier when you relate to someone like you. And I know it's hard to put yourself out there, to speak your truth, especially when speaking your truth can cost you so much. But May didn't even care about who was listening. I don't know who's listening now. I just hope it's not my parents. Um, You know, my parents are religious people, and I've lost my religion. I've lost my religion and found God, a redefined God. I've redefined God to reclaim God, and I've never felt more connected. I've literally written and recorded thousands of versions of this first episode, still afraid, even though I know once I overcome my fears, I'll reach my divine potential. You don't have to believe in the mystical to believe in that. It's just called evolution. I just choose to color my language with spiritual references. I choose to call chemistry alchemy. Really, my life has been about freedom, or at least trying to reclaim my God-given right of freedom from my God-crazed parents. Life as a preacher's kid has a lot of restrictions, obviously, but life as an imam's daughter was just something else. And it's difficult to try to explain the sexism that I experienced for my culture without further tainting the Muslim faith and making it harder for other Muslims who are actively trying to work against those stereotypes. So I think it's important for me to give a clear disclaimer that my experiences are unique to my specific family and they're not generalizable because my parents were on the extreme conservative side. 
So, for example, they never allowed me or any of my siblings to listen to music. I wasn't allowed to have guy friends. I was forced to wear long skirts and never pants. Um, my parents were also immigrants, so I think that put an extra layer of fear and protection because the West is just so threatening to their ideologies. My mom still thinks I should not travel without a male guardian who must be a family member or my husband. My family also wants me to be married soon, even though I'm starting grad school in a few weeks and I'm single AF. Um, I left home when I was 19 and I broke my mother's heart. I took off the hijab after wearing it for eight years. I've drank alcohol. I've been to Vegas without a male guardian. I've made out with girls. I've had a crush on a girl. I've taken psychedelics. I was addicted to weed at one point. And worst of all, I've eaten pepperoni pizza and it wasn't halal. <laughs> Every Muslim person listening is appalled at the pepperoni pizza. And I feel no guilt whatsoever. Now I'm vegetarian, so I don't have meat. But yeah, I became vegetarian for spiritual reasons. But I'm not perfect by any means. I'm actually a huge hypocrite. I don't eat meat, but I still support a system that enforces suffering on sacred animal and human life by eating cheese and paying taxes to a government that commits and supports crimes of injustice. And yes, if I really think about this stuff, it will get me depressed as hell. There's just so much suffering on the news about kids in cages, terrorist shootings, etc, etc, etc. And after going through Twitter or Instagram for some time, I'm always left with this existential doom or void about what to do to help. I'm a huge hypocrite because I want to help, but it feels like I'm not doing anything at all. I'm sure you can relate. Especially if teachers told you you were going to be great and you've always wanted to change the world and you went to college and you got a degree, but the most you've ever done is retweet a post about Sudan. And I'm not belittling that at all. Actually, awareness is extremely important and supporting each other is a kindness that no one can ever repay. I'm just expressing my own frustration as I've tried to work out how I'm going to have an impact on the world. And after so much anguish and thought, the only conclusion that I have now is personal integrity. You know, the whole be the change you want to see in the world. And that's why I want to talk. And I want to talk about freedom. And I want to talk about how I'm so damn grateful that I live in America to have all this freedom to express myself and to believe in whichever God I want to believe in and to love in whoever I want to love. And, you know, these values that the men and women who built the country were freedom and justice for all, and our founding fathers fought to protect these values, and how the first feminists in the world protested in this country, and how the first gay rights organization was created in this country. Now, this country is not perfect, but it never claimed that it was. And it's time to wake up and redefine our values as Americans so that we can reclaim our country. We forget that we as Americans have so many rights that people in other countries don't. We have the freedom of speech, at least. And if anyone thinks that that is not powerful, tell that to hip-hop, the language that was created by an oppressed people and now urban communities around the world speak its language. Russians are rapping. I'm grateful to live in America because countries like China jail people for speaking out against the government 
and countries like Saudi Arabia jail women rights activists. I want to have an impact. I want to die for something greater than myself. And I'm not the first. So many men and women have died for freedom. And one of the most inspirational stories that I know is the one that Princess Latifah of Dubai told um, on a secret video footage that she released on YouTube when she attempted to escape. If you don't know her story, I totally recommend that you Google it or watch the video. But disclaimer, it is extremely emotional. So this young girl was imprisoned by her own father because she attempted to escape a life without freedom. And so for three years, she was tortured in jail. And then when she was released to her family, she was heavily surveilled and she attempted to escape a second time. And this time she consulted with a French spy to get her out of the country. But unfortunately, on this journey, their boat was ambushed. And until this day, no one knows if she's alive. So before she went on with her escape plan, she sat down and recorded a video where she um, basically told us her entire life story. And in the video, she says, if you are watching this, then it's bad news that my plan has been ambushed. And, you know, after I watched that video, I was just so emotional. But most of all, I felt really inspired. Princess Latifah, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, the Founding Fathers, Closeted Gays, they've all risked their lives for something greater than their egos. And I have to remind myself of that. I have to remind myself that there is a cost for freedom. That there is a cost every time I disobey my parents. So I ask myself... Am I ready to face the consequences? Is freedom worth it? A French philosopher, Albert Camus, said, Freedom is nothing but a chance to be better. Self-expression requires freedom. And self-expression is art. Thankfully, I, and most of you listening, live in America. And at least we have that chance to be better. I've been trapped in my own mind. My fears have restricted my freedoms when I can literally set myself free. So it's time for me to break out of my perfectionist mindset and upload this version of the first episode because I need to overcome my fear because I want to reach my divine potential. And the way that I define my divine potential is just the upper limit to how much I can evolve before I run out of time. You know, I'm always reminded that plants grow as tall as they can be. And I want to be the best me I can be. And I have a long way to go. I have such high hopes for myself. So all I can do is pray. And if you want to pray along, you're welcome to say amen, amen, yes ma'am, or whatever the hell you want to say. <sighs> I pray. I'm connected to the God that lives in my heart. I pray. I'm guided by the intuition that comes from the infinite wisdom, or what Carl Jung called the collective unconscious. I pray I am unbiased. I am listening. I am not filling the silence with habit. I pray I am not fearless. I am an avalanche of fears. I pray I am brave. Thank you. <coughs> I love burps. <laughs> <laughs>